Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some people in West Cork are concerned about the future of the Bantry Hospital Mental Health Unit with the announcement that it's to close for a four-month period to allow for a 2.5 million euro refurbishment project should people be concerned. Local Fianna Fáil Dáil Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan says no and he joins me to explain why. Good morning to you, Christopher. Hey, Patricia. And you're welcome to the programme. So this closure is only for the works to take place. There is no long-term plans, as far as you know, to close this unit. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I and I, I really welcome this opportunity to to clarify that uh, my office was inundated with calls. Um, I think it was possibly the week before last um, with concerns that the unit was uh, closing down permanently. They would no longer be there. Um, I quickly moved to try get clarification from HSC management uh, to find out exactly what the position was. Um, I had discussions with management and they explained um, what exactly was happening. Now, it's a shame for for patients, for staff, for families that the HSC didn't, I guess, move to um, inform the family straight away in terms of what was happening before these rumours got up. But these rumours were pretty much everywhere. Um, so I felt it was really important to get uh, the, the, as much facts as possible out there. Um, and what is happening is uh, that the refurbishment is taking place that discussions were ongoing with contractors as to the best way to pr pr proceed with the refurbishment. I mean, it's 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 a very welcome investment. I must say that. I mean, we we were uh, your radio station covered uh, um, uh, this time last year about the issues that the mental health commission had with the facility at Bantry and the reduction the of the beds at the time. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they were they were looking for a reduction from eighteen beds down to eleven. Um, we fought a hard fight to keep it at 15 beds, which is three less than what it was. Um, uh, and this is, these are necessary works because the, the Mental Health Commission were concerned about the, the community space um, in the in the centre and also um, the privacy that patients had. So it was really, really important that, that we got this funding, we secured this funding, um, and now it's time for, for the works to happen. And the good news, uh, I guess, to come out of this is that the facility or that the centre will, um, when the works are completed, uh, revert back to an 18-bed um, centre, which is where it was in the first place, so there will be no overall loss of, 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 of um, uh, space. So then the, the, the discussions that the HSC had with the contractor were, they had two options. Um, either they would keep the patients uh, in place uh, while the work were going on, uh, and this uh, would have meant two things that I think would have been less ideal. Number one, the patients would have, have uh, been looked after and getting care while there was a lot of noise and construction going in and around the area. Uh, that would not have been ideal and it certainly um, wouldn't have good, good outcomes, for, I think, from a, a patient point of view. And secondly, the works, if they were to be done that way, um, my understanding would have taken in the region of 76 weeks, which is far, far too long. Uh, for, for people to be um, uh, having to deal and cope with that level of noise. Whereas now so they're the saying four months in and out. Four months, 16 weeks in and out. But that, that unfortunately, inevitably leads to the, 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 the closure of the centre for that period. Um, so obviously the next question that, that families have, that, uh, that, that patients have, um, that staff, of course, of Bantry have is what happens next? Where do we go? What does this mean for us? So that's what I've been trying to find out over the last week. As recently as just this morning, uh, again, HSC management uh, finally came back to me with, with confirmation of what's happened here. And I will be, they will be issuing with me with a full explanatory document. And any families, um, obviously for GDBO reasons, I don't have details of family names, patients' names, staff, etc. But anyone who does want to contact me, I can share that information with them. So what is happening? First of all, the patients which have to be at the centre of this, um, they will still be looked after, but they will be moved to um, either the... Uh, Centre for Mental Health Care in CUH, uh, the acute unit there, or in the Mercy. So it'll be between the two that will accommodate um, the, the the patients that are are being cared for in the Bantry Centre for Mental Health. Do they the have moment. Do they have space, Christopher? They 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 will be making space absolutely, okay. and and, right. and and that's that's the most important thing here is that they're looked after, uh, and thankfully they're still within the county. I know this is West Cork and it's still a long way from the city. 
Um, but this is the this is the solution that they that that they have come up with in terms of of um, caring for the patients that are, that are there at the moment. And look, these are experts in mental health. These are this is the acute mental health unit in CUH, so they will get the top level of care. Unfortunately, yeah. it won't be. And, where we and I know whenever we talk about this unit on the program, we always have family members uh, and people who have attended the unit, and they speak so highly of it. Have you any indication will the staff move with the patients? No, so the staff will remain in West Cork, uh, and and again, this is the this is detail from the conversation that I've had with management, and I'll be getting all the exact detail. But my understanding is that the nurses will remain in West Cork, um, and they will be deployed into uh, the community service, uh, so the community healthcare, healthcare service. So they certainly, uh, they, they they I think it'd be welcome news for them that they don't have to travel to the city with 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 um, uh, patients that they'll be able to remain in West Cork and work in the community uh, service there. The consultants will also uh, remain uh, in West Cork in the in the, in the West Cork um, mental health uh, set up here. Now the admin staff, a lot of the admin staff will remain on site as well in, in Bantry Hospital because obviously a lot of the files will still have to be processed, recordings etc will all have to be processed um, and you know, some of that could still happen on the ground floor uh, of the existing uh, centre. But obviously, with the noise associated with that, there is an option to move to the uh, to the new Drumlee unit, which is very, very close by as well. So, look, it's uh, it's 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 um, I, I will share all the details of exactly what's happening. It's not ideal. I mean, we should never have come to this. This all work should have been done um, years ago. In fact, I've been making the case for years that that West Cork needs a dedicated purpose built um, uh, centre for mental health that would cater for far more than, than 18 patients that would that would suffice the need of West Cork. This refurbishment is certainly very welcome um, when reopened and I've been given assurances that it will reopen before January 3rd, 31st when reopened it will be far far better than what we had and then yeah, we have and, to and, and, and I think too, for, for you know, project. allaying people's fears, I mean the fact that the HSE is investing 2.5 million uh, euro, I mean that's a firm commitment from the HSE that this unit will remain in West Cork, isn't it? It is, and when when uh, I suppose news broke of the Mental Health Commission's recommendations, you know, I, I moved to act very quickly with um, Minister Mary Butler, who's the Minister of Responsibility for Mental Health, to try to secure this investment. But it shouldn't, it's like like anything. Sometimes with the HSC, we're very reactive. It shouldn't take. Um, it shouldn't. T- Sorry, there's a, a call coming through here. Okay, it tends to happen a lot when I, when I'm on to you, Patricia. Um, but it shouldn't take a, a crisis like this. It shouldn't take a mental health um, uh, commission report to, to secure this investment. This should have happened long, a long time ago so that we'd have more time to put a proper uh, contingency plan in place. This isn't perfect, uh, but the important thing for me is that uh, patients will be will be cared for. Um, that that staff that there's a plan for staff that they can remain in place uh, and will be used to, to, to the best of their ability. Um, and the uh, unit sure is there it, for the future. Yeah, no, and very important. I think it's it's important to say as well before any final final decisions is made, there will have to be consultation with with, with stakeholders. So the HSE and what I've urged them to do this morning is please contact stakeholders uh, as soon as possible to let them know what's going on. Everyone's working in a vacuum here. I think I'm trying to shed light. Uh, on what's going on and hopefully have brought some bit of clarity to, to, to any um, patients or families who, who are listening today in terms of what's happening. Yes, to keep um, people informed. No, if, if, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. exactly. Okay, and I'm clock watching for you because I know you've a meeting at half ten and it's exactly half ten so I'm going to let you go. Uh, but Christopher, thank you for that and, and thanks for the update. Thank you so much Patricia. Okay, Bye-bye. good morning to you. Bye-bye. That is...
Cork South West uh, Doe Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan with the firm commitment that that mental health unit at uh, Bantry Hospital is to remain uh, in place but it will close for the four months while that major refurbishment work uh, gets underway. Now I want to continue on our piece about the Bantry Hospital Mental Health Unit and we heard from Christopher, Deputy Christopher Sullivan about his closure for the refurbishment uh, work. But I want to turn your attention to the staff at that unit. And Michael Hayes is the Deputy General Secretary of the Psychiatric Nurses Association and he joins me. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Patricia. Now, How are you? I'm very well, thank you. The one thing, chatting with uh, Christopher O'Sullivan, and he's been in contact with the HSE, he was saying, you know, there's just, a, there's just a vacuum of a lack of information going on between the patients and their families about this unit uh, closing for the four months, but also about the uh, staff. When were staff first informed that the unit was going to close, even if it was only temporarily? Well, for ourselves in the PNA, and look, thanks, Patricia, for having us, because this is an important issue, especially locally to yourselves. Um, I suppose the first inkling we had, um, we understood that the Mental Health Commission had suggested that there was a need for redevelopment and refurbishment, um, but there was no plan of action, certainly none communicated to ourselves or our members on the ground. Um, The first inkling we had um, officially that um, something was going to take place was um, a, a tweet um, sent late last week um, um, by one of the local TDs as far as outlining what the plan of action was. Um, straight away when I received that, um, I would have made contact with HR and nurse management in in Cork and in West Cork um, to say that I was furious to be learning of these uh, developments through um, you know a Twitter feed um, would be an understatement. Uh, we look for engagement straight away. Uh, a meeting was set yesterday morning with ourselves, where for the first time we were told, six days prior to a potential closure, that the unit would be closing from next Tuesday. Um, I, to, to say that we were furious would be an understatement. Um, to say that our members are shocked um, and perplexed and very upset about the way that this has been handled would be an understatement. Yeah, so, I think to be honest, we are still we are still waiting on final details. We are waiting for documentation from the HSC by twelve o'clock today. Um, I will be meeting and we will be engaging with our members this afternoon and we have a meeting set with the HSC again tomorrow. Well, I, 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 you weren't listening, obviously. You didn't hear my interview with uh, uh, Chris O'Sullivan. No, he's just received confirmation from the uh, HSC uh, that the workers are going to remain locally. The patients are all going to be moved to CUH um, and the Mercy Hospital. But he's just got confirmation that the staff are not going to move. They're going to go out into the community. I mean, is, yeah, is, is and, that and, going and to... that, No, that was confirmed to us yesterday that it would be kept relatively locally between either Bantry or possibly moving to Skibbereen to the services there. And is that what um, staff want? Is, is that in the best interest of staff? Well, I suppose any disruption to service is not in the best interest of anyone. Yeah. I suppose we understand that the refurbishment needs to take place, but the manner that this has been conducted has been extremely, extremely worrisome. I suppose what we have sought from, and look at, you know, the PNA is not just a trade union, we're a professional organisation. Very much we are advocates for patients, um, and our members are advocates for our patients. That is the number one duty of a nurse. 
Um, so our major concern at the moment, obviously there are concerns about our terms and conditions, um, the way people work and where they will be moved to. But our major concern at the moment is what is the actual standard operating procedure of taking in patients into the service and how do local people, um, if they can help, uh, how is that formulated and how do they you know, get assessed? Um, so we have major concerns in relation to that. Um, we obviously, our members on the ground, will you know, ultimately be dealing with any presentations that come to the area, mm. um, whether that is an assistant director of nursing grade or a specialist nurse on the ground that may be assessing someone um, for admission. So our, our major concern at the moment is how do we facilitate care um, while the refurbishment takes place? Um, those answers haven't been given to us yet. We've looked for a standard operating procedure from the HSC as far as how that would progress and how that would look. Um, there's been a brief outline of it given. I suppose we're now waiting on that documentation, waiting for engagement with our members in the afternoon, and then we will be responding to the HSC. Okay, but it's just it's just the the whole way that this has been uh, handled, and the, the concern for family members who've got loved ones in the unit. I mean, and that's why uh, some people then got it into their heads when they heard this announcement of a closure, thought it was going to close permanently, and that just caused absolute consternation uh, locally. So at least we've we we now know that it is going to reopen after the refurbishment uh, work and hopefully the fact that they're putting you know 2.6 million into it it does bode well uh, for the future but these works Michael are works that are really long overdue it's it's again it always seems to be the poor relation when it comes to mental health in this country doesn't it? Well I suppose the common reaction is to react to something rather than be proactive Yeah, I suppose before COVID, there was there was fears that the unit would close, simply close. Um, and I think a lot of political backlash to that and local backlash to that, considering, you know, the geographical location of Bantry, the fact that it's not readily, easily accessible to Cork, either to CUH or to Mercy, is the fact that Bantry's remained open. And it's an absolute necessity that, <coughs> excuse me, that it remains open. Um, I suppose our concern is we have a we have a time scale of sixteen weeks for the refurbishment. We have been told that it will reopen on January thirty first. We need assurances in relation to that. Um, you know, whatever about trying to ensure patient care is delivered for those sixteen weeks, we certainly don't want to see a situation where sixteen weeks becomes twenty, becomes thirty. Um and at the end of the day, we can't have a situation where the service just becomes used to sending people to Cork. Yeah. I mean, we should have local services accessible West, by West, And as in, we, know, we know, only too well, West Cork is a big, big area. Listen, Michael, we leave it there. Thank you for that, though, and thanks for joining us on the programme this Thank morning. Thank you, Patricia. Uh, good morning to you. That is Michael Hayes, who is the Deputy General Secretary of the Psychiatric Nurses Association. Uh, listener says, uh, Hi, Patricia, where are patients to go? I didn't hear. Uh, well, according to Christopher Sullivan, he's got confirmation from the HSC that the current patients that are there are going to be moved to uh, the mental health unit at CUH and some will go to the mental health unit at the Mercy Hospital uh, while the refurbishment work is going on and he is um, being told that the refurbishment work will, once it's complete, it will then reopen at full capacity, which is the full 18 beds on the 31st of January. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.